Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs. And I'm Shane Mason. And we're the hosts of Nurse Talk Radio. Please join us for this special edition podcast. Welcome to our Nurse Talk Radio special edition podcast. I'm Patty Lockard. In a moment, I'll be joined by Director of Government Relations for California Nurses Association, Don Nielsen. Don will talk about the recent setback for SB 562, the Healthy California Act. SB 562 is California's best chance to pass a single-payer health care bill, but after the state Senate passed the bill in late May, it was then sent to the state assembly, where Speaker Anthony Renton abruptly tabled the bill. Don, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Don, first, for those who might not know the basics of SB 562, could you give us a quick summary? What is it? Who sponsored the bill? And what does it provide? Well, the bill was sponsored by us, California Nurses Association. It has two joint authors, Senator Ricardo Lara, Senator Tony Atkins. And basically what the bill is, is it's an attempt to implement in California a comprehensive system of health care that would cover all residents of California that would guarantee access to decent health care for all residents, and it would change the mechanism by which health care is paid for by essentially excluding profiteering insurance companies from the picture and guaranteeing health care by way of a single-payer Healthy California Trust Fund, which would become the payer. It wouldn't change anything else other than the way health care is paid for. In other words, we'd still have private hospitals, uh, county hospitals, private doctors groups, public groups, everything the way it operates now, except that it would be paid for by this uh, single entity, as opposed to, in many cases, profiteering insurance companies. Don, can you shed a little light on the result? Of course, the state Senate passed this bill through. Why was there so much success in the Senate? And then what happened when it reached the Assembly? The unfortunate fact is that, it, uh, you know, in California, even in the Democratic Party, there's still a lot of politicians who are beholden to Wall Street and to the health insurance companies and the hospital companies and the drug companies. And um, there was an incredible grassroots effort. Uh, there has been up to this point an incredible grassroots effort on the part of nurses, and their allies to get this bill to the point that it is at this point. Right. The powers that be did not want this bill, right? They didn't want us to get an author, and we got an author. They didn't want it to get through the Senate Health Committee, and we got it through the Senate Health Committee. They didn't want it to get through appropriations, and we got it through. They didn't want it to get off the Senate floor, and we got it uh, through there with a strong majority vote. And the reason for that is that there was just this overwhelming grassroots support of this bill and the concept. So right now, you know, you see what's going on in D.C. with the Republicans going after you know, trying to take us uh, backwards uh, and destroy the um, Affordable Care Act. And people are, are rightfully very worried about what that's going to mean, right, what that's going to result in. The other uh, reality is that the Affordable Care Act, even though it was a step in the right direction and had many positive things about it, it still unfortunately kept insurance companies in the picture who in turn were not required to cap the amount that they charge for premiums and the deductibles and the copays and everything else that they set. So as a result, even though we had an increase in the number of people who had access to health insurance, we still have 27 million Americans who have no health insurance access. And then the rest of us who do have health insurance, many of us are what we would call underinsured, where the cost of our health insurance is so expensive that we can't afford to use it. And that in turn has translated to Patients not being able to get the health care that they need, 
nurses not being able to deliver the health care that they'd like to be able to deliver. And it's a matter of life and death. People are literally dying because of the health care, the broken health care system we have in this country. And in California, we were, this SB 562 was an attempt to change all of that and to set the example for the rest of the country and pass comprehensive health care reform that would result in universal access to health care. Yes. Not universal access to insurance, but universal access to health care. Don, you, you mentioned California. The powers that be here stood in the way. Talk a little bit more about that. Sure. Um, as you mentioned, we got the bill through the California Senate, which was no small matter. The bill then procedurally then goes over to the Assembly. In California, we don't call it the House, we call it the Assembly. That's our second part of the legislature, and goes then to what they call the Rules Committee. And the Rules Committee normally makes an assignment or, or a referral of the bill to a policy committee, which is how it happened in the Senate. So we were expecting the bill to be assigned to the Assembly Health Committee. And we were having meetings with consultants from that committee, meetings with even the Speaker of the Assembly's health consultant. And then suddenly, a week ago last Friday, the Speaker of the Assembly, Anthony Rendon, said he's going to hold the bill in the Rules Committee and not allow it to be assigned to a policy committee, not allow it to go forward in the Assembly at all. What happened? Well, that's a good question, and that's the question we're all asking him, and that's the question that all of your listeners should ask him, and also ask their elected official uh, what's going on here, because over, we've, we did some polling recently. Over 70% of Californians want single-payer health care. They want universal health care. 85% of Democrats want universal health care. So what's the problem? Well, not so coincidentally, Speaker Anthony Rendon uh, has gotten over $100,000 in the recent past from health insurance companies, uh, another 50000 from drug companies. And that's the case with many of these elected officials, right? A lot of these Democrats like to say they're in favor of single-payer health care, but when it comes time to vote, some of them are, are nowhere to be found. And the speaker, Anthony Rendon, among other reasons for holding it up, said that he was, quote-unquote, protecting his members. In other words, protecting the assembly members from having to vote uh, on the bill. Well, that's quite a scandalous and ridiculous notion, if, if you ask me. Right? Protecting them from what and from whom? From the voters? This sounds more like Republican shenanigans rather than Democratic, and it's this right. is a this blue is state. We have Mitch a Mitch McConnell instead yes. of a Democrat. Very, very shocking. Well, where yeah. does the bill stand now? I know that there's a lot of pressure being put on these assembly members. What is that working? Where does the bill stand? Well, the bill is still stalled in the Rules Committee because of the Speaker. So there still is time if he wants to let it go forward and uh, to, to get it out, to assign it to a committee, to let it go through the process. But we're running out of time. And so people need to call the speaker as soon as possible. They need to call their elected official as soon as possible and let them know that they want the bill to go forward. What happens if this bill does not go forward? Well, it means more you know, patients will suffer. People out there, you know, and from the grassroots uh, response here, people are sending in letters to the governor, to the, to the speaker, to the other politicians saying, you know, just heart-wrenching stories about their family members, about individuals who, you know, will not be able to get treatment if there isn't some kind of uh, reform done yes. soon. And that's the kind of thing that people don't forget, right? I mean, yes. you know, it, it's personal at this point. And these Democratic politicians need to remember that because... This is the kind of thing that people don't forget when it comes time to vote. Where does the governor stand on this? 
Well, he's expressed some opinions, you know, on the one hand, wondering where we would get the money, but on the other hand, hasn't said uh, that I'm aware of that he's opposed to the bill. And so we want to be able to make the case to the governor. We want to be able to allow the bill to go forward and continue to answer the questions that some of the critics have raised. We're ready. We're ready to do that. But you can't do that when the speaker just literally stalls the process. That's anti-democratic. That's not the kind of thing we expect in a country that's based on democratic principles. Let it go through. Let the politicians vote. And, and let's process, you know, if there are questions and concerns like the speaker claimed, right, he said the bill is woefully incomplete is how he, he characterized it. Well, then in what way is it woefully incomplete? Please inform us. Let us know because we are responsive. We, in fact, that very day that he made that announcement, we had put in 14 amendments uh, that we'd filed with the with the author, Ricardo Lara, Senator Ricardo Lara, that were responsive to the speakers and the health committee chair's consultants' requests that we make some modifications to the bill. We're, we're acting in good faith. We're doing everything that we are required to do, and we would continue to do that. But we can't we can't play a guessing game of trying to figure out what the speaker is thinking or anybody else is thinking. We need to know specifics, and then let's let the matter be processed. Let it go through the normal procedure. You know, don't hold our health care hostage. That's what he's doing right now. He's holding our health care hostage. Yes, he is. Also, I just wanted to inform our listeners that you can read this bill in its entirety at HealthyCaliforniaAct.org, and there's all kinds of information on that site. It can lead you to where you can get yourselves involved in events, calling your elected officials, it's really important that all of us in California do this. Don, is there anything else you'd like to add? Just to reinforce what you just said, please go to that website, uh, HealthyCaliforniaAct.org, and, and look for not only the, the act, the bill itself, but also look for ways to get involved and how to call your local elected official. That's, that's what we need right now. Well, thank you, and thank you all. I know the kind of work you're all doing to get this passed, and it's amazing, and we're here for all of the support we can lend to this. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you, Don. All right. For more information about this topic, visit nursetalksite.com, healthycaliforniaact.org, or nnu.org. Mm-hmm.